Music to Life, a podcast that explores the roles of music in the lives of everyday citizens focused on those whose careers aren't necessarily associated with the music industry. My name is Matt Karasechi, a fourth-year student at McGill University. And I'm Hila Popal, a third-year McGill student, and we are so excited to be finally launching this podcast and to be sharing our insights into the roles that music plays in the lives of our guests. Often, we are given the perspective of the impact of music on individuals who have careers in music, like an artist, a producer, an arranger, a manager. But here at Music to Life, we believe that music is certainly a major component of nearly every human. Each week, we will attempt to uncover the role that music plays within the lives of our respective guests, all of whom reside around the downtown Montreal core and whose careers and daily activities vary across a wide spectrum. This week on the podcast, we're joined by Tushar, a local Montreal barber and an up-and-coming DJ, here to discuss each of those creative outlets as well as how they intersect. Welcome to the Music to Life podcast, Tushar. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, thanks for so much for coming on the on. podcast. Of course. So, um, Tushar, did you grow up in Montreal? Yeah, I was actually um, I was born and raised in the West Island, so on the island, but um, a bit more west from the city. So, yeah, I was. Born here, my parents are from uh, are from Guyana, and I come from like a Caribbean background. So nice, yeah, nice. Um, and how did you get into haircutting? Um, actually, my older brother was a barber before me, and I remember when I um, when I was in elementary, I th- I'm pretty sure, yeah, I uh, I'd finished school. Wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be able to go home because there'd be nobody home to like watch me. So I'd go to my brother's barbershop just to hang out. And then throughout the years, I just picked it up. And then when I was around like 16, 17, I started cutting my friends just for like 10 bucks, even for free. So then it just, it just like had the ball rolling. And then eventually I just got, I met like a mentor and then like he taught me the ways. And then like basically I just went on from there and then and here I am like four years later now, five years later, still cutting hair, still enjoying it. Do you find there's like a, a solid network of like barbers and barber shops around Montreal? Yeah, there's, there's, it's actually pretty huge. In the last two years, it really blew up in the city, I'd feel like. Like there was a lot of barber shops that opened up, a lot of new barbers, like a whole wave, new generation of barbers, you know? So it's pretty cool that the um, industry became really big. Because it was mainly only like fades for a, for a good while, and then like women's hairdressing and men's hairdressing kind of like combined, and now there's like a whole new men's wave of hairdressing, which is pretty awesome. And the community is like really, I'd say like it's really tight in Montreal. Everybody knows everybody, and um, all the shops know each other, and it's really good vibe. There's no like there's no, never any like bad blood between barbers or shops with, within that. Like as far as my knowledge is, you know, so it's cool. amazing. We noticed that you recently, it seems like you switched uh, barbershops recently. Is that? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, I used to work at a barbershop on Sailor yeah. actually, right, right next to, um, on Sailor and um, Prince Arthur. Right? Prince Arthur. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And they, um, I used to work there for a bit. Then I left in, I left in July of last year to more, to mainly focus on music and uh, like really like hone in on like the like sound design and like things like that because I just wanted to like really venture off into that I just wanted more time for myself because I've been doing for a long time and then um yeah I opened up the corner studios in November of uh last year and this month's actually our first like official like month that we're actually open without lockdowns and things like that so yeah I just opened that up and it's more of like a like it's a barber shop for sure and um there's also my music studio that's going to be in there. There's also like a, a a vinyl 
like shirt pressing studio that my friend Robert runs. So yeah, there's a bunch of different creative things that we're gonna have. Like we like I like that like have it almost like a as a, a art collective rather than like a barbershop, but more of like a studio where creators and artists can just come by and hang out. You know. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool that everything is like that all those things are coming together. We were actually wondering about that yesterday. We were, we were like, oh, is there going to be music integrated into that? But yeah, that's really cool that you yeah, mentioned that. Eventually, I'd love to like have like parties there, you know? Oh, so, true. But, oh, that, yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, right? Like have the view and maybe like a sunrise or sunset party, you know? So It'd be cool, it'd be cool, <laughs> yeah, to, have, it'd be cool to have a party where you could like also go get a haircut too. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know I, how good yeah, like yeah. people like heads be bumping yeah, while true, they're like true. getting haircuts. You <laughs> know, like I don't. Know, I don't know how safe that is. Yeah, fair. fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, since you were talking about music and stuff, um, how did you get into DJing? Um, so I got into DJing fairly young. My um, I I'd like to say like I come from a family of DJs because most of the um, most of my cousins on my mom's side of the family are like were DJs once and still are to this day. And um, yeah, like when I was young, they were like, I, know, I don't really remember them, but they like, I don't know, I remember them, but I don't remember them playing that much when I was younger. But the older I got, like at every house party, like my brother would be DJing, my cousins would be DJing, they'd be playing vinyls, like on CDs before like the, the digital wave. And um, yeah, I find like a lot of things that I do now like were really influenced like by like my family, which is amazing because it's always around me, you know. So, but like I, I started DJing professionally like around two years now, or a year and a half. Like last year was like my first like full year of like full on DJing, which was amazing. But I was doing like little house parties before that when I was like eighteen, nineteen, and so on. But when I really like really honed in on it like professionally was two years yeah yeah uh you said that when you were younger like you you it wasn't around you as much or you didn't hear it as much is it because do you think DJing is only becoming something more popular now like not now but like recently than it was when we were younger for say um I think that because of social media and like well the internet like it's a lot more in our face now right I I feel like when we were younger like we, we were not really like going to like basement parties and like like our parents would have us upstairs, you know, yeah, it's like chilling in the kitchen while we were younger, and like the parties going down downstairs. But um, um, yeah, I'd say that with social media and like internet, like and the internet, it's just, it's so much more accessible to like find out about these things, and like even with TikTok now, like I've seen like so many people around the world like learn DJing, which is amazing, and like there's so many different styles, and people have so many different like tastes of music. So it's really like it's really grown to something even like bigger than like old school DJs with like vinyls and things like that. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And I guess also maybe the the technology is just so much more accessible now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, a, definitely. Yeah, I know. I have a lot of friends that have just yeah they're able to purchase it pretty easily on Amazon or whatever, and it's relatively cheaper now that it's become more popular. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it def- definitely is. It's, it's it's just cool to see that like. It it I I'd say it is an art art form that's really hard to like master, you know. But the fact that people are able to pick it up so quickly and like really express like their feelings or thoughts through music is like amazing, you know. So do you find it difficult to split your time between working out as a barber and also producing music and being a DJ? Yeah. Uh. I, well, now with the pandemic, it's a lot easier. Like I can't really DJ that much. So, but um, 
before that, yeah, it was a pretty, it was pretty tough. I used to DJ like mainly like, I, I wouldn't say like, it, it wasn't every weekend, but it'd either be like Thursday, Friday or Saturday, right? And then during the day I'd be working all day and I'd finish work at like eight, then DJ at like 10 to three and then get home at like four or five and then be back at work for like 10. Oh man. You know? Oh my gosh. So like, that's kind of why I opened up like this studio, the corner studio, because I really wanted to like find a way that I could kind of like integrate all three. I don't have to like stress about like splitting them all up all the time, you know, but definitely like they're all very time consuming, like jobs, I'd say, you know, because producing is a whole nother like time consuming like project. And then there's barbering, which you need to be always in person for. And then DJing is always in person, you know, so I think these last few years, I've really been trying to figure out how I'm going to allocate time to different things, you know. And it's it's been good. It's been it's been hard because I really want to do everything, and I know I can't do everything, and you can't be like a master of all, right? So, so since you're talking about like integrating all these things, how how do you think like music style and looks? How do you think they all come together, or how how it's possible, kind of thing? Um, for honestly, I think they're like they all relate to the same way because when you're how can I put this like when you're listening to music it's like it's a vibe right and every I feel like every person has a vibe you know like gotta vibe check somebody you know like but every (laughs) every person has a vibe and like that comes from your style you know and what you wear and what how you look I feel like um even with like haircuts like I probably can't base a person's haircut and like, I can't probably be like, oh, like you get this haircut, you probably listen to this kind of music, you know, like it's very like subjective, but like, um, yeah, I find, they, I find they all come together because even when you look at like fashion, for example, like you look at someone's outfit and you're like, wow, these pieces really go together with their haircut and there's music behind it that kind of like tells a story of like what they're trying to show. You know, so uh, do you consider your role as a barber and a DJ to be like separate, or do you think? Well, it sounds like you're trying to mix the two and kind of create fluidity between the, the two. Um, but do you see like importance in uh, combining the two to create like, like you said, like one singular vibe? Definitely. Um, I, I'd really say that like, if it wasn't for barbering, I probably wouldn't be as far progressed into DJing as I am now. Because what's funny is that like. I met a lot of my contacts for DJing through barbering. Like working on Saint Laurent was like almost like a gem for me because basically all the clubs were there and they would just like walk by, come get haircuts. And then eventually I kind of built a clientele around the nightlife of Montreal. So um, they definitely do go hand in hand. Like people want to look good when they go out, right? And if I could offer a service to a club manager or uh, like someone like that can be like, hey, like, can I get a spot at your club tonight? Like, if I'm not close, close enough with them, you know? And eventually, like, m- most of them always say yes. If if I, if I provide a good service and if I provide, like, a good haircut and I give them a good vibe in the chair, I could definitely give them a cooler vibe For sure. inside yeah. the club, you know? Yeah. So That's true. definitely goes hand in hand. And the relationship between, like, I, I find traditionally the relationship between a man and his barber or just a person and their, yeah, and their person like, cutting hair, it's such an intimate... Th- uh, yeah, it thing, is. Right. It, so, 
yeah. yeah, I can see why you would build some, construct some pretty strong relationships. Yeah. It's like, like the barbershop is like a, I guess like your main, maybe your main like networking space, yeah. I guess. Yeah. almost. Definitely. Yeah. Cause like, it's, it's like a, it's almost like a therapy session, you know? And it's like, it's like a one-on-one with someone for like one hour, 45 minutes. And you can really like, man, you can have like the crazy conversations and like pick their brain about things. And I like met so many DJs like through that and like le- learned so many different styles of music and how to mix and what their interests in- interests are on cool. music. So And then they yeah. come out looking fresh after as well. As well. So exactly. Like and they're like, perfect. like, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's like the best combination, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Awesome. Um, so when you're, when you're cutting hair and mixing music, do you think that you, you're using the same artistic mindset or creative goals or are they completely like separate um, crafts for you? If I'm, cre- if I'm, if I'm combining the two in like, like, do you think you approach uh, the two similarly and just in your creative process or do you, do you like, do you see, do you appreciate like creativity in both of those crafts? No, I, th- I think they're definitely, they're definitely separate when I like a when I approach it, because like a haircut's obviously like you're providing a service, right? So you want to obviously provide a good service. You want to give them a good experience and obviously a good haircut. So it's actually the more I think of it, it kind of is the same because when you're DJing, you're obviously you're, you're, it's a service as well. And it's a job and it's, it's a career, but like you're, you're almost like curating a vibe for the entire place. So maybe it's on like a different scale, like of one person to like a hundred people in a club, you know? So I'd say my care for the, for both of them is definitely super high, you know? And like, I care about how people feel in the club because that's the main, that's the main, that's the main job of a DJ to really like pinpoint what should be played and at what time it should be played. And when I'm cutting hair, it should be, what would look good with this, but like, what would look good on this client? What's my best suggestions? And when I'm DJing, it's like, what suggested tracks am I thinking of will make the club like reach another level of intensity or emotion or, you yeah. know? So yeah, I've actually never thought about it that way. It's pretty interesting. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and we had a, a friend who, when we were told, when we mentioned to her that we were doing this podcast and we we're having you on, she was really interested in hearing what your thoughts were on uh, buzzing women's hair and that trend at the moment, because she said that there's been, she knows of people that have been, uh, or women that have been turned away when asking yeah. that. And so, yeah. yeah, what are your thoughts on, on that? I'm pretty cool with it, to yeah. be honest. If honestly, like, I think I, I've, I've done it a few times and I, I, I have like a really five minute conversation with them. I'm like, okay, so like, why do you want to buzz your hair? You know, like, Really try to. I don't want to just like have them sit down and be like, "Okay, buzz it," and then be like, "Oh no, like it's not what I'm asking for." Like have them second guess it, you know. So like, I've done it a few times, and then I've, I've had a conversation with them like about their style and like what they're gonna like, how they're gonna dress after, like how they're gonna rock it. How's how is there a way that I could do something different with it, but also short that they could, you know, m- like mix it up instead of like actually just buzzing it all off. But um, no, I'm I'm perfectly okay with it. I know for some barbers, probably it's like kind of scary because, like, with women's hair, it's it's so much of it. Like, like even like, guys' hair is like, if you mess up, okay, whatever, it'll grow back in like a few days or like two weeks or you know, like I feel like if you mess up like on a woman's hair, like yo, that's like maybe like 
It's a four, big chunk. Like, like four inches takes a long time to grow back, you know? So it's kind so, of like more nerve wracking or something. Yeah, yeah definitely. But that. I'm totally okay with the buzzing trend. And I think it's pretty cool to be honest. And honestly, like when I do it on girls, they love it. Cause it's, it's so much easier after that. Like it's like a freeing experience. Can yeah. you see that like change in their like yeah. persona? Almost? Yeah, like, really. Like they, like they, I think they touch their head like 20 times before they leave the shop. And they're like, wow, this feels amazing. And then if I ever see them again, they're like, wow, like it takes two seconds to wash my hair instead of like the towel drying it all the time, you know? So yeah. have you been, have you seen that new trend of, um, it's like people do the super neon colors and then like a pattern, like either cheetah print or like flowers on their head. Yeah. I, I think it's super dope. Yeah. It's super it's really dope. Cool I, I would love to like try it one day and like try it on somebody or even on myself, to be honest, but definitely later on down the line. And then I just feel like a lot of color like that is like kind of bad for your hair. That's just like my opinion on it, but no, it's definitely cool. And I like, I see a lot of artists that have done it. Like I think Kate Trinata has done it before. And um, a couple like of Latin, like Spanish artists, like they do it a lot. So it's yeah, like it's Jay Balvin. Dope. I think yeah, he like dyed yeah. his hair green or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like Frank Ocean, Frank Ocean too had a pretty, he, yeah, he it, yeah, I think it was orange or like yeah, or pink or, or something. Yeah, pink. Violet, yeah. Some, yeah, something like that. Which was cool. And it was like, this, yeah, it's pretty cool. I I would definitely do it eventually. Do you do you do your own hair? Like you can cut it yourself or do um, you just- during like lockdown, I did. But uh, usually I try not to, just because like I like having like a like going to see like my homie to cut my hair and like having the same vibe as a client, you know. But if the time comes and I'm like I can't see anybody, then I'll obviously try to cut it. It's definitely not that fun. And not relaxing, but I try. Yeah, because it's a whole experience, right? Like yeah. getting your hair done. Exactly. Do you uh, do you have a particular music taste when you're getting your hair cut, and then versus when you're cutting hair? Are they do they change? Um, actually, not really. I think I try not to listen to a lot of, like house music when I'm cutting my when I'm getting my hair cut because I like to bob my head, and like I like I like I like to count beats, like when I'm listening to music just all the time and usually that's always like with head bobbing so you can't not head bob yeah when right, listening to right music. exactly and like i can't vibe out if i'm just like an amazing song but usually like i think my taste in music is really like r&b when i'm listening to, like when i'm listening to i'm listening to music while getting my hair cut even when i'm cutting a hair like when i'm cutting somebody's hair because it's really i listen to a lot of selection radio i don't know if you guys ever heard of that no. It's, no, you guys should check it out. There's like 400 episodes on SoundCloud. Selection radio, but, um, cool. yeah, and it's it's just like this chill R and B jazz. They have like sometimes drum and bass and like breakbeat music in it, but it's just on this like different level of chill, and it's just it's so relaxing to listen to while you're getting your haircut and and like while I'm cutting someone's hair, you know. So, I'll I'll definitely uh, check that out on SoundCloud. Um, so just going back on what you said about, uh, how you moved, uh, barbershops to like the corner studios, yep. I think. Do you, have you done any haircuts at that studio? Is that open yet? Um, we actually haven't done like a grand opening, but we are open. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you think there would be like a different style change from going to like Saint Laurent to the plateau area? Cause I feel like the plateau area has such like a kind the of di- like a distinct a different niche. Yeah. Say. Yeah. Um, I haven't like it's. I haven't been there long enough to say yet. You know, and I and I haven't really cut people around there. It's it's mainly been my clientele from the old barbershop, 
and like friends and family and things like that. So hopefully in the next coming month or month after that, hopefully the summer, I could meet more people from like the area and even like in my building because my building is just a bunch of artists and creatives. So it's so it's pretty cool and there's like um uh there's like this clothing store next door that that has like a DJ all the time and it's, yeah it's oh, pretty wow. dope. Yeah, that's really cool. That sounds really cool. Uh, and going back to quarantine, where you said you had a lot more time to like make music, produce music. Um, did you cook up a lot, like make a lot of new beats? And do you think that being inside all the time had an impact on the type of music you were making? Uh, yeah, I definitely say so. Cause obviously I had so much time to produce, man. I'd have some days where I'd be producing from like 12 PM to like 2 AM, just completely all day. Yeah, and like not like not even eat sometimes, and just drink like three cups of coffee, and just like have my face glued glued to my screen, you know. And um, the, it it was definitely like fun at first, and um, like being inside, I'm always like in like a dark room, and like in my studio, so and, like I was definitely creating like sometimes vibey music, sometimes like very dark and like aggressive like techno music, and um, at a point it got like pretty. I, I'd say at a point it got pretty, uh, it got pretty tough because I got like writer's block for, I'd say like for maybe a month to like, yeah, three weeks. Cause I feel like being inside so much and seeing the same things all day was really tough. And I couldn't get like a change of scenery, even like trying to use music as influence or like, I started watching a lot of like, like thriller movies or like really like mentally like kind of like messed up movies to just to like see something different or like out of the ordinary you know just trying to get which some movies sort of did you watch uh enter the void is it on netflix is it new yeah um it's it's on it's not it's not on netflix i can't remember when it came out um it was it's a pretty old movie but it's a movie just about um life after death and like he cared like the the main uh, protagonist he uh he watches his life go on from like a bird's eye view like in the void oh, yeah it's pretty messed up it's very trippy, it's trippy yeah. and i also watched uh 2001 space odyssey oh yeah stanley kubrick yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was that was interesting in like the sound design and like the yeah. sounds they use in that movie if you listen to it with headphones it's completely it's crazy. I was, so yeah, I was gonna say like watching thrillers would also just allow you to like see a new new types of soundtracks and like, yeah. just the way that they're scored, right, is so different. Yeah, because I, I feel like I I definitely take a lot of influence from like my day to day and like what I see and just being able to like go outside and like walk around and listen to something different, you know, and like sometimes I'm like on like the metro or bus, I'm not even like listening to anything. I'm just listening to like I have my headphones on so no one talks to me, but just so I'm not listening to like random things you know just to get like a, a a refresher on my ear like a refresh on my ear do you have like a favorite soundtrack from a movie Oof. um suppose oh actually the, well there was like a lot of songs in it but the black panther album oh was my amazing gosh, yes yes yeah. yes yes it's so good uh, <laughs> but those like the soundtrack in space odyssey is amazing interstellar like it's not really a soundtrack, but like the sounds they use are so like wide and and like room filling, you know. And uh, 
yeah, it's still. Yeah. Was there a movie that like that you heard like like Interstellar, for example? Would you like take some of the beats and like put them into your own stuff? Actually, I was um, I was messing around with uh, sounds from um, Space Odyssey because there's like there's like a lot of like eerie sounds in that movie, you know, and, just, and like really like there's like a few parts of that movie where it's super loud and it's just like a ringing noise, you know, and like where the when the monkeys are like jumping around in the beginning of the movie and they're looking at the big like I can't remember what it's called, but the uh, the shiny thing. You know, and they use like a lot of interesting sounds. And plus, it's a really old movie, so a lot of the sounds from that are probably coming from like analog gear that isn't digital like now. So it probably sounds like you probably could never find again. Yeah. You know. So interesting. Makes a yeah pretty interesting sample. Then that would be really cool. Um, moving back to DJing and also uh, your your experiences as a barber have you ever been doing a set in the past and like seen someone in the crowd who you like just lined up and yeah and, and like yeah and, and you like just is that what's that like to, to see that it's pretty funny because they always come up to me and they always like grab their hair they're like yo i look so i look so good i look so good <laughs> actually awesome. like my like like our friend declan um i remember i i i think i cut him like a few weeks before then he came to like one of my shows and i i I'm pretty sure he had a haircut, and um, he's like, "Yeah, man, look, I look so good, I look so fresh." And it's just, it's just really funny. It's just really, and like when I used to play like, um, at Campai, I'd, I'd see like clients who are there, and they would just come to the booth like, "Yeah, man, you, you got me looking so clean. I look so good for tonight. I feel so good." I'm like, I'm like, I got you with the music and the haircut, you know? So yeah, it's like the culmination of that vibe, like you were saying. Yeah, earlier, yeah, yeah, and uh, it's it's almost like a like a like a walking promotion because. I'm like, I'll be cutting someone's hair and like, oh, what are you doing tonight? You know, and they're like, oh, I'm not doing much. We're looking for her to go out. I'm like, oh, come here. I'm playing here. You know, like come through. I'll make you a guest list. And then, and then they come up wearing a fresh outfit with a fresh haircut and they're having a great time. It's like, what more than you, like, what more do you need? You know? Yeah. It's like a good feeling all around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So do you think you like take as much pride in like good haircuts as you do as like good song you've produced? Like that's like another way they intersect maybe? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, like when definitely when I achieve like a great haircut, I just want to stare at it all the time. So I take a bunch of pictures. I, I go back, I'm like, wow, I really did this part really well. And same thing goes with music. And I think that every haircut I do, I, I definitely learn a bit because everybody's hair is different. And every song I make is always a little different. And I choose from old songs and take old parts. Same for haircutting. It's like I learn different types of hair and I can remember like, oh, like when I, when I did this client that had the same hair type, I did this. So yeah, it, my approach and how they kind of intertwine is very, very similar. Um, what are your thoughts on boiler rooms? Have you ever performed at boiler rooms? That's like my dream uh, to do a boiler room. So. Yeah, I I would love to do a boiler room. Like hopefully in my studio, if if I can contact them and be like, yo, I have a spot, just come with the cameras. I'll get everything done. You know, um, my like. Boiler rooms are amazing. I think it's the, like, there's been a lot more, like, I, like ideas and, like, shows, like, in that realm that have popped up recently. But Boiler Room was one thing to, like, show not even underground artists, just, like, different artists from around the world. Like, sometimes you're on Boiler Room and, like, you're like, I have no idea who this person is. But their vibe and their music is so different. And seeing, like, 
it's different from watching like a DJ on a stage, definitely, than watching a DJ like in a room with people behind them and like them dancing. And um, yeah, the the atmosphere on Boiler Rooms are like amazing, you know? And sometimes it's just funny to just watch people like dance yeah. and like see all the funny things they do when they're I was like just about to yeah no I was just about to say do you have like um like a favorite there's a, obviously a bunch of like boiler room videos on YouTube and stuff do you have one like a favorite one that you watch because I know there's one I think it's like I don't I think Alice in Wonderland yeah I don't know if you yeah. know her yeah she has like one boy like there's this one video on YouTube and there's just this girl dancing like the whole time and it's the funniest thing ever yeah. and it's like it's good music too but just, just like the uh, like dance. the Catronado one like there's that girl that's who's just like completely like sweating but she's dancing like her heart out you know but uh, my favorite boiler room and uh, i've like watched so many uh my favorite boiler room wow yeah uh, kind of a tough question there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's so many um if i were to choose like off like solely like based off of like music and like song choice and um this is dj named uh Masio Plex. And he's like a techno and house DJ, but his like song selection and the sound, like the songs he has in his library are just so weird and out of the ordinary and they're amazing. They're really good. And the set is like simply amazing. Also, there's a set by, um, it's not, a, it's not a boiler room. It's kind of the same thing, but it's on like a, it's on a, it's on a pirate ship. Oh, wow. So yeah. It's, this is it. like. Yeah, in Ibiza. So this is the blue water. Is like everybody is dancing on the boat, and it's by this artist named um, artist and DJ named Hudson's eighty two. That's probably like my favorite. Like it's not a boiler room exactly, but same it's vibe. It's like a cool location. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. De- definitely my That's favorite cool. video to watch. I don't have no idea what to watch. You know, to put that on the background. It's just a crazy vibe, and it's like my dream to do. So. Do you know? Do you know Peggy Goo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's she's, she's the best. Um, there's uh, there's this one she did during quarantine. She was on like a rooftop in Berlin, I think. Yeah. Um, that was like I think the her set there was really really good, and I met her this summer. It was actually what? really fun. No way. Yeah, she's like really good friends with my aunt, and she was at her wedding. So what? And she played a set at like two a.m. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, really That's. Cool. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. <laughs> That's amazing. No way, Maybe if I ever see her again, if I see her again, I'll be like, oh, look, they're my friend, too sure. (laughs) (laughs) Plug you. Um, Where was the, uh, where was the wedding? It was in Berlin, yeah. Okay, wow. Because she was there. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's, I can't be my Peggy Goo. Like, I think I would love, have like a, I'd love to like pick her brain for like 30 minutes and just like talk to her about music because she's such like an open person yeah you know she's and like, so nice yeah. super sweet yeah and like really her music cool. really like speaks about like who she is because it's so different and it's really it's almost like acid techno and like she's such like a clean and well put together like woman and the music she makes is like so out of the ordinary but also matches like her vibe in some way so it's really cool and her tattoos are super dope like oh they're so like did, did you know they're like symmetrical yeah they're like on the same sides of the body but they're like little, like little drawings. It's so nice. It's really yeah. cool. I'm like yeah. fangirling about Peggy. <laughs> same, same here. You talk a little bit about the uh, relationship and like maybe the influence of the music industry on like street style and uh, I guess the more it's becoming more popular. I guess in the 2010 era. I guess the yeah um, yeah yeah for sure. I I think. Uh, 
are we like are we talking about like the like the whole like basically the entire music industry in a way yeah like what what are you like more like what are your thoughts on it and like what do you think there's certain genres that influence it more maybe and like do you, and specifically oh, like house do you think uh has an influence um, on it? yeah I, I i think that like street style has definitely changed with like the music people listen to so um definitely um like definitely a lot of people's like style of what they dress and how they dress probably are definitely so that's the way bad way to put it but probably is influenced by the music I, I can't really speak for any everybody i know for myself it definitely has you know um i definitely started wearing a lot more black since i listened started listening to like <laughs> since i started listening to a lot more techno and like or i started djing more and um I think that definitely like when I DJ, I like to wear like a really nice like street outfit or like if I'm wearing something classic or, but I, I don't think I can really speak on it for everybody, but I think that, um, yeah, it, it does, it does definitely influence like your style and like what you like to wear because sometimes like I'll wear like really classic outfits or like even my friends too, but their genre of music doesn't have has no relation with that and like even artists like i know like um gunna and like young thug have worn like like uh, like w women's fashion which is like super dope and uh a lot of a lot of artists have like really ventured out into um trying different styles and like doing like nail polish doing like uh more like uh like grungy kind of outfits with like chains and rips and um like having spiky hair like like prime examples like playboy cardi and like how he went from like being like a new york rapper and well he's still a new york rapper and he like learned he had a whole different style and he completely like almost like switched to something like black and white and um now his style is super punk rock and it's dope there's there's a lot of like uh models too this is a model named Evan Mock, who's like a skateboarder and like, um, he's into like ev like hip hop, rap, house music, but his style is definitely very more classic, but with like modern twists. So he'll dye his hair. He has a bunch of uh, chains, um, a bunch of rings on, and uh, the, like the 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 clothing he wears sometimes a super loose fitting shirt, almost like really revealing, but then like with like like bell bottoms you know yeah so yeah 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 and it's just like yeah, and it, sorry it's just like evolving i feel like constantly yeah and and i think the way that music is going and fashion is going like it's becoming a very more excuse me it's becoming a very more like expressive uh like expressive state like people are open to wearing more different things and like they're not really like afraid of uh like wearing something different like because they'll be judged for it and I, and I know, like, in Berlin, yeah, it was Berlin, like, during, the, like, the Love Parade in 1990s, I think it was 1997, 98, like, the fashion back then was so, like, it's almost, like, the same as now, but without, like, cell phones and, like, things like that, and people were, like, wearing, like, crop tops, like, dudes were wearing crop tops and, like, and, like, um, three-quarter pants and, like, big boots. It's almost, it's literally, like, it's, like, history's, re like, repeating itself. And I think that once like quarantine's over and like we can all like be out again, I think 
the fashion will be like everyone will have such different niches and different styles and like everyone will be a bit more accepting on yeah. things like that you know so exactly yeah. yeah i'm excited to see that when everyone comes out of their shell yeah like i feel like you like maybe like you find yourself during quarantine or something yeah because it's, it's like really a, like an introspective moment you know like it's like it's like probably like the most introspective time you'll ever get in your lifetime right so, yeah. yeah so true so unless we go through another pandemic but hopefully not ho- hopefully not hopefully not <laughs> hopefully not, hopefully not. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah um I think we're running out um, of time, but at the end of all of our podcasts, we do some rapid-fire questions. Yeah, for sure. So we can shoot some questions at you and just say the the first thing that comes to mind. Cool. No, I'm down. Um, So the first question is, who's your favorite DJ? Uh, Hassan's 82. Easy. Um, Bowl cut or mullet? Bowl cut. Yeah. I can't rock rock with a mullet. I don't know why. (laughs) But have you noticed that like mullets are coming back? Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. But then the like the way it grows back on like on like men's hair, it's just so annoying. Like I'm like, why would you want to like shave your sides and have like a whole like fox on your head? Oh, yeah. But on some dude, it, on some dude it works. On some dude it doesn't. On some guys it yeah. doesn't. So I also have seen people around like the plateau with bowl cuts. I feel like that yeah. might be even a, like it's a, kind of a style anyway. So yeah, it's it, it's definitely a style and it's super easy to do. So. Like why not, you know? Do you put like an actual bowl? Some people like there's a there's an artist named Gus Dapperson, and um, like he's pri- like I think he's like he prides on doing that, and it's pretty funny because like there's like videos of him like in the bathtub just like with a bowl, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Where's your dream venue to DJ? Um, there's this club in London called Printworks. Printworks London, and uh, it's a uh, it's this club that's. I can't remember, I don't even know how long it is, but they are known for their light shows and they could basically send like holographics throughout the crowd. Oh, yeah, wow. it's pretty cool. insane. So, yeah. Cool. Um, favorite Montreal club to DJ and then favorite Montreal club to uh, attend a show Uh My favorite club, I've, I, have, I have two. Well, um, Velvet, uh, the Aubert Saint-Gabriel in the Old Port. Uh, and uh, Flygen is my favorite club to attend. Also, like one to DJ is at like, Campai as well because it's like a college party every night, and I yeah. love it. So, yeah, sweet. Um, what hairstyle do you wish would come back? Ah, uh, the ice picks, like the dainty ice picks. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I dig that style for some reason. Right on. It's pretty unique. It's cool. What hairstyle do you you hope goes away slash never comes back? Um, hairstyle that goes away. I don't know, to be honest. You know, like, one thing I, I was really not a fan of, people are going to hate me for this, but, like, the Drake heart haircut. Oh. I don't know if you guys seen that. Yeah, yeah. I, had thought it was so, I thought it was so cheesy. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, come on, bro. You know, but um, probably yeah. the mullet. I'm not a fan of the mullet for some reason, but. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about... Um, putting like designs, designs? In, yeah inside i think it's pretty cool yeah like a, a lot of people are really skilled with it mm-hmm. you know so you just thought the heart was a bit cheesy yeah i mean like it's drizzy bro come on yeah. you know like it's drizzy yeah. you know you can do better you need, yeah. <laughs> not, not that, like you, you could do better but like you got a heart in his head <laughs> come on man like well, just 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 keep the fresh the fresh lineup and be like yeah. the like the drizzy we know 
Yeah. But that's just me being that that's just me being a barber and like being judgmental about haircuts. But nothing against Drizzy. Just I love him, but yeah. just the heart. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, has everyone has anyone ever asked you to do like a weird inscription in their hair? Have you ever done like a weird one? Uh, not really. I, I I've had a few people like put tell me to put like like their initial then a heart and then like their significant other's initial. And mostly the joke or I have like friends of clients tell me like oh like uh, just like draw this in the back of his head and like shave it off later you know just for, like a picture but I don't think anyone's really cruel enough to be like yo like actually like draw this on one's head and leave it for the day you know unless it's like a dare or like a bet but yeah yeah and just lastly what uh, do you have a hairstyle you think is just timeless it's never gonna never gonna die um yeah the probably like the old school like slick back like pompadour you know i just think it's like a super classic and it's also like it could be messy at the same time so yeah nonchalant very very nonchalant. yeah, yeah. V- very like uh i can't remember the off my head so but yeah like you guys know exactly what i mean yeah oh, totally like yeah. i can picture it cool but yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, that's all for today. But thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. It was really cool talking to you and getting thanks your take on. Yeah, this is amazing. It's really fun. DJ. Yeah, yeah and, it was and, really fun. Yeah, thanks so much. And before you go, is there anything you want to just say out to the public? Any any up and coming events or something you want to promote? Uh, I I love to promote like my like my corner studios that were, were open in like in the Mile End and um, come by check it out. It's a cool vibe and the view of the city is amazing. It's the entire three almost like three sixty view of the city. Yeah, from like the um, from the Olympic Stadium all the way to the plateau, so you see the the mountain and everything. And um, as for music goes, it's not uncertain yet, but I'll definitely be having music coming out before the summer, so something nice. to watch out for. Yeah. Sweet. What? Sorry, what street is uh, Corner Studios on? It's on Casgrain. Okay. Yeah. yeah awesome. Man. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thanks I really so appreciate much. it. It was yeah. really fun. I'm so glad. Well, yeah, thanks so much for coming on. You had some awesome content to talk about. So. A shout out to all of our followers and stay tuned for some more episodes on Music to Life.